0: Hello, Tom Schultz here, host of Voices of Montana. Thanks for clicking on the podcast today. Subscribe, pass it around. I was really happy to have this program on the air, Code Girls United. I've known about them for a little while. They had very humble beginnings in Kalispell in 2016, and now it's really in numerous Montana communities. It's an education program for young ladies, providing this hands-on, real-life opportunity to explore a career in computer technology. 30 years ago, there was about 35% of women who filled those kinds of jobs, that's down to 24%. This program's doing something about it. So it was great to catch up with Executive Director Mary Ann Smith. She's also one of the co-founders and an instructor there for Code Girls United. Start of the school year, new programs going on. Let's just start and tell us what Code Girls United is. And then I want to go back to where it started to where you are now. I think it's made incredible progress.
1: Well, what we are is a free after-school program. And our mission is to expand the future career opportunities of fourth to eighth grade Montana girls through hands-on experiences in coding technology and business. And as a result, we help to build their self-confidence. So, um, you know, we're, we're trying to help them what we say, code their own futures and, and really take a look at all of these different options for working in the technology field. There's coding, which is programming. Um, Writing, there's design and graphics, there's product or project management, and a lot of times um girls don't get that opportunity in general to to see all of that because you know if you're living in a rural community, you may not see those types of jobs and it's so exciting um these careers because you could actually go to college and get a degree in computer science or in in uh, computer engineering. But you could work in all of these different fields, which are so important to our economy here in Montana. It could be agriculture. It could be finance, logistics, the oil and gas industry, bioscience, which is which is really getting big here, medicine, and also even the tourism industry. I mean, the, the list just goes on and on. So it is just such a flexible um, career option, and there's all of these different paths to go. When you're in um, computer science, it's it's just a it opens a lot of doors and a lot of opportunities.
0: One of the things that you note on your website is that during the mid-1990s, 35 percent of computer science jobs were filled by women. Now, 30 years later, uh, only 24 uh, percent, a significant drop there. What's the cause of that?
1: Well, we've tried to look a little bit and we've looked at some research about it. And it seems like there's this big interest in in young girls until they reach about thirteen, when when the whole um, social uh, drama comes in. I mean drama. <laughs> I won't call it drama. Okay. But, you know, there's there's different concerns that that mm-hmm. seem to come in. Very true. And there's an, uh, another part of the research that's really interesting that shows that girls are typically afraid to do something that they don't know or they can't be good at right from the start. Mm. And programming and coding is all about trying something, failing, fixing, and starting all over again. So basically, you're doing something where you know you're going to fail the first time. And, and I think that's hard for young gals to, to, to see themselves as, as failing. You know, they want to see themselves as being perfect and, and doing the right thing all of the time. And this is, Kind of takes things a little bit out of that, uh, out of that area. So, so that's our age group that we work with is that fourth to eighth grade um, range, although we are working with the high school group in, in Harlem this year. But this is, this is our sweet spot, and these are the girls that, that we work with. And, and we do is we want to change some of those statistics, and, and it's not just changing the statistics to change the statistics. That is not what we are about. Right. We have a great business case, and we believe that women play a key role in economic growth. Um, women make 83% of buying decisions. So, if you're a business person and you're leaving women or that component out of your business process, it means a loss of profit. So, we like to make the case that it's in every business's interest to include women in their product development or their service life cycle. Um, If you're selling to women and they're making the decisions, then you better make sure that whatever it is that you're doing um, has that component in your life cycle somewhere.
0: Another thing, off, and and it's Marianne Smith with us here, uh, one of the co-founders, executive director, and also an instructor there at Code Girls United. She was an adjunct computer science professor at Flathead Valley Community College, an engineer, uh, with b uh, with b s bachelor's and a master 's degrees and uh, a lot of years uh, working in this in this industry um, self confidence is superpower again that that 's on your your website once you start to believe in yourself, magic starts to happen. Um, I think a lot of people are just going to agree with that in a lot of ways. How special is it or what 's the process of of watching um, as you said i, I don 't want to talk about some social barriers here as well but um, What's the reward? What's the process of watching um, a young lady between fourth and eighth grade um, gain that confidence? I,
1: I can just give you one example. And when when we started this whole thing out, I thought that technology was going to be the most important thing. It was so important. Mm. These girls need to learn how to code. Really, um, what I found myself is that we, as a part of our program, the girls end up doing a. the first half of the year they focus on technology, we, they learn how to code using MIT's App Inventor. We teach them computer science concepts, and then they switch gears, and they form a team, and they come up with a community problem that they they want to solve, and then we put them through the whole business process mm-hmm. where they're creating a business plan and doing competitive analysis and doing market research, and then finally prototyping and then finally coding, and then they have to do presentations. So, We've got. We went through this whole process, and we had this one little gal who was so shy. Oh my gosh, she was so shy. And what ended up happening is there was a a, a presentation that was made, and everyone we were all sitting around wondering, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Is she is she going to talk? And because all of the girls were required to talk, and she um, got up on in front of this big group of people. Um, adults and and all of a sudden uh, she wasn't talking and her parents her mother was there sitting with us and we thought oh my gosh what's gonna happen and next thing you know someone started asking her questions she had done the majority of actually the coding on her project so she grabbed that microphone and she just started talking and like she was a 40 year old Um, so confident and so competent And so sure of what her project was, really, we all started crying, which uh, it was just so rewarding to see that growth um, from this super shy girl to this, I can get up in front of a, a big audience and I can defend my work and I can answer questions about it. And you can ask me anything you want. She was just so confident and so competent. Well, I, it was wonderful.
0: I think that that story in and of itself, I, I, I hope, is warming everybody's heart out there because that, uh, uh, those are life-changing things. And, and you don't have to um, over-plan and you don't have to swing for the fences. Uh, you, it, when you just start walking things out, Marianne, um, you can have those kind of life-changing moments. So how, does, how has that inspired you and, and the rest of the team? And have you, have you um, made changes because of just that experience? <laughs>
1: Yeah, we have. And, um, you know, we still focus on the coding part and we still run through our whole process. But I think on the presentation side, we we do talk more now in our curriculum about um, getting those, I guess people call them soft skills, but those skills that are, are relevant to any job or anything that these girls are going to end up doing in their lives. Um, It doesn't it doesn't matter what they could be. um, We talk about running a salon or something. If you're a hairdresser, these skills are skills that you will take with you for the rest of your life. You know, um, if you're running a salon, say we use that as an example, you may have certain software that you're using. You may um, need to go to the bank and make a presentation and ask for money for your business. Those are all skills that will stay with these girls forever.
0: I'm, I'm got a break coming a couple of minutes, so I want to make sure I, I get this out here, and then I'll, I'll circle back to some of those things because for me, that's um, that's the heart of this is is you know dealing with some of those social barriers, and and as you say, the technology is one thing, but uh, getting over the hump in in some of these other areas is is huge as well for for growth and progress. You guys started out in 2016. Um, and it was just kind of, uh, humble beginnings, right? Now, now where are yeah. you Look at, look at you now, Marianne.
1: <laughs> That's correct. We started out in the basement of Sykes restaurant in Calispell, if anybody's familiar mm. with, uh, with yep. the restaurant. It yep. was, it was great. And we had about 30 girls that showed up and we were very lucky to have Liz Burnell uh, from Russell Elementary here in Calispell volunteer. And also Beth Shecker, another tech lady, um, so we quickly moved to Liz's school and from there we grew out of that space and then it has just been a whirlwind um, to other locations in the Flathead Valley and now other folks throughout the state heard what we were doing and it's just led to this just incredible massive growth with our programs and we're an official non-profit and we're um you know looking at even more expansion and hiring people and it's it's just kind of snowballing actually from where from where we started
0: and and talk about then those programs that are available you can do some things online uh one of the things that you note on your website as well that uh computer science education is not required k through 12 and and some of those rural areas may be left out when it comes to resources
1: yeah, and that's it's kind of interesting. It's it's just starting. I think they just have finished the standards last year for computer science. So so things are just kind of starting out in the state where schools are starting to look at computer science as um as an initial standard. So I think a lot of teachers are kind of especially in the rural communities they really don't know what to do. Well, you need to do computer science. Well, that's great and and there's some there's some guidelines around it, but a I think it's it's hard to get started, and it you know it's hard to get started for for anyone, so what we do is with our programs that are in schools and after school programs, libraries, what we do is we offer a stipend um, and training, and we offer a curriculum in the Google classroom that a lot of teachers are already used to, but those are the kind of things that we provide. Or the people that are teaching our program in all of these different locations where we are.
0: We'll dig into that more. It's CodeGirlsUnited.org for more information on that. And uh, we are with Mary Ann Smith, one of the founders, executive director, and an instructor there at Code Girls United. We'll come on back and talk about some of those real-life problems that uh, these ladies between 4th and 8th grade have been tackling in their communities. Uh, that and more ahead. It's from Montana for Montana, Voices of Montana.
2: What's the best way to responsibly enjoy and protect Montana State Parks while creating lasting memories? Know before you go. Check the status of your destination and surrounding community beforehand. Just as each park varies in landscape, so do their hours, restrictions, and amenities. This includes seasonal closures, fire restrictions, and weather. Creating memorable and safe experiences should begin before hitting the road. Visit fwp.mt.gov forward slash state parks to familiarize yourself on the importance of recreating responsibly.
0: At American National, what's important to you is important to us. Just like every horse is unique, so is our equine coverage. American National's equine owner's insurance is designed to address the inherent risks involved with owning horses. Flexible enough to provide property and liability coverage for operations of various sizes, yet can be tailored for your specific needs. We're right by your side. For more information, just visit an.insure/northwest. American National Property and Casualty Company and Affiliates, Springfield, Missouri
1: earn your degree in as
2: little as a year at miles community college mcc offers quality agriculture programs at a fraction of the cost now offering courses in meat processing livestock management equine studies natural resources and animal science visit www.milescc.edu for more information miles community college start here go anywhere The Montana Electric Cooperatives Association, Missoula Electric Cooperative, and Montana Department of Environmental Quality will be holding Electrify the Big Sky, a beneficial electrification event September 13th in Missoula at the University Center Ballroom. Experts will discuss the opportunities and challenges of beneficial electrification, how the grid must adapt, plus an electric vehicle and technology trade show. The $20 registration includes breakfast and lunch. To register, go to
0: electrifythebigsky.com. Environmental Group throwing another lawsuit uh, at, the, at the Gray Wolves. We'll have information on that as well as the incumbent in the Supreme Court race out-raising the challenger, Brian Bennett from the Northern News Network with headlines upcoming. And you want to talk about magic starting to happen. I want an app. I, I need an app that if I click on my phone and then I, I click on this app, I'm immediately in one of Montana's 55 state parks. And I don't mean virtually. I'm talking it just <laughs> transports me Right there, uh, because that's where I want to be most of the time. Love this state. Uh, Montana's got 55 of these great state parks. FWP, the uh, Fish, Wildlife, and Parks Department reminds you to recreate responsibly there. Um, and and there, there may be some restrictions, especially during the fire season and things like that. And we've had them over the past couple of years with, with COVID. So uh, feel free to check that out. See you out there, fwp.mt.gov and state parks. Marianne Smith is with us again. It's Code Girls United. As I mentioned, CodeGirlsUnited.org. Uh, she's founder, executive director, and instructor there. I bet, uh, I, I don't know what, uh, I'm going to guess that you have more fun being an instructor than you do an executive director.
1: <laughs> well, I can't say that. Okay, I know <laughs> don't it. Don't make me say
0: <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Okay.
1: And I wish I, could, I wish I could teach more, but unfortunately I can't. But we have some just awesome instructors so they're they're really just taking things in in new places and making things super fun for the girls
0: well let's let's go into some of these um how you make it super fun but uh as as you and i were chatting yesterday about it yep and you said earlier real life problems you it's not just uh maybe you learn how to code um you know a cartoon dog or something like that but you're um you're asking them to tackle issues in their communities
1: that's right and that is the big big change. Um, we're not asking them to create a game. We're not asking them to, you know, of course they they do and, and sometimes they include them in their apps, but they're tackling real world problems and I can give you some of the examples of some of the apps that the girls have done over the years. Um, this past year we had a group do suicide, one on self-harm. We had another group that was talking about trafficking um, and uh, they created a Really wonderful app they're in a senior division uh, so they're a little bit older girls, but we also have you know recycling and planting trees and exercise and health and um, and and bullying comes up every year you know the girls wanna that's something that wow. they they face or they know friends that have faced um, wow. so that's a topic that kind of comes up a lot uh, exercise and health, like I said, we had a group that did a project for the Audubon Society one year. Um, they actually won the Congressional App Challenge here in Montana. And we had another group that did driving um, uh, driving directions and driving instruction, and that had to do with a little gal here that was hit um, crossing the street when, when somebody didn't stop when a bus stopped. So th- the reasons that the girls do these apps isn't because it's just some generic thing that they've picked out of the air. They're usually things that impact them. I know. One year we had a group that did suicide. An app to combat suicide because they had a little friend who who was contemplating suicide. It's sad. It's it's absolutely horrible. But but these girls are trying to to look at real problems that are happening around them and not um, not just learning how to code and then making a game and and that's the end of it. I mean, they're they're actually trying to really. Do something that they feel passionate about um, and it's really interesting in our Northwest Regional App Challenge last year we had a group from Red Lodge these two young 11 year olds um, who won the competition with an app about wild horses because that's what they're passionate about.
0: And it, it's, it's tough when you face um, all those challenges but it's got to be empowering when um, you have those discussions about okay what can we do about it um, and I, I I just appreciate that aspect of this as well. You mentioned Red Lodge. I mean, so you this is this program is in our schools in various communities. How many? Where are we at? Um,
1: yeah, so in Flathead Valley, we have uh, three programs in our own office. One is our advanced program, which is going to do a super exciting project this year to create um, light uh, programmed lighting displays for holidays for with to music for downtown storefronts. I'm super excited about that because I'm helping to teach that. To nice. And then we also have uh, Big Fork. We're working with the Girl Scouts of Northwest Montana in Eureka, Libyan, and Eureka, Libby, and in Kalispell. and we might also have a program starting in evergreen. In Billings, we have seven uh, tentative locations working with United Way and elementary schools. Um, in Bozeman, we're at the Montfortin School and we're also going to be, at MSU will be in the norm as from some building. Sorry I, did, I didn't pronounce that right. Uh, we have about 20 a student limit there but it's pretty exciting cuz we're going to be in the university. So how exciting would that be to be a fourth grader and you go to university. Yeah.
0: Um, you pack your books and you and you walk with uh, the other students to class. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> we're in Hamilton at the Bitterroot Library Haver at the Boys and Girls Club. Harlem in the middle and elementary schools, but we're also going to be doing a high school travel coding pilot for the Montana Department of Labor. We're pretty excited about that. Uh, Joliet Middle School, we've been at Joliet now for a few years. polson Ronan, Boys and Girls Club, Red Lodge at the Heroes STEAM Center. And we have two online programs that are open to any 4th to 8th grade girls throughout Montana. You just need a computer. And that's it so um, those programs again very exciting to have um, access and that reach that we can we can go throughout Montana Any girl can sign up
0: uh, again uh, for more information on that and I know we got to take a break. We'll come on back though and, and talk about how people how students and, or uh, teachers can get involved if they're interested in this program and also this is free to the to the, uh, to the kids and so um, I, I'm gonna I know that uh, that, that is reliant on on the generosity of of Montanans, and so um, we'll we'll talk about that as we come on back. Marianne Smith is with us, executive director and uh, co founder of Code Girls United. Here's Brian Bennett.
2: The Center for Biological Diversity announced Tuesday it will sue the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service over what the environmental group says is the agency's failure to develop a national wolf recovery plan unless the agency drafts one in the next 60 days. Gray wolves are currently protected across the contiguous United States. The Montana Redistricting and Apportionment Commission is asking for public feedback on proposals for new state legislative district boundaries. There are multiple opportunities to learn about and comment on redistricting in person and online. Public hearings and on redistricting efforts are phase two of five in an effort to redistrict Montana's legislative district boundaries. In the last two months, Montana Supreme Court Justice Ingrid Gustafson's re-election bid brought in nearly a quarter of a million dollars. That was more than twice as much as Public Service Commission Chairman James Brown, who is challenging her for a seat on the Montana Supreme Court. With Montana News Headlines on the Northern News Network, I'm
1: Brian Bennett.
2: At Northwest Farm Credit Services, we're owned by agricultural producers, so we're 100% focused on their success. And when our customers do well, we do too. We share profits with our customer members through cash patronage dividends. It's a unique benefit of financing with a cooperative, one you won't find with any other lender. And as we've grown, so have the cash patronage benefits paid to our customers. To learn more about the benefits of being a customer member, give us a call. Northwest Farm Credit Services, here to help you grow equal opportunity provider and employer equal housing lender during the pandemic many of us postponed health care appointments but now it's time to catch up on checkups from well visits annual
1: exams and immunizations to preventative screenings and scans to catch issues early to visits with specialists for chronic conditions and the dentist and eye doctor too let's all focus on health and get health care appointments back on the calendar start by making a health care appointment today learn more at facebook.com health 406 montana department of public health and Human Services.
0: Again, it's free for girls 4th through 8th grade. They can, uh, they'll meet weekly after school throughout the year. The first half of the year, they're learning the basics of computer science. Even that can be fun. Um, and they make it fun. In the second half of the year, the girls split into teams, and they choose these service projects and complete a... Uh, uh, a full on business case and then, and then coldair app. It's pretty cool. Code Girls United, Marianne Smith, founded in 2016. And as you heard, Marianne, pretty impressive. Hamilton, Haver, Polson, Ronan, Harlem, Joliet, uh, Big Fork, Billings, of course, in the Kalispell area. Um, that, and you guys keep the program free to the kids. What are you talking about? Maybe a hundred, hundred, twenty-some kids or, uh, um, and also.
1: I, I think I- this year we're going to have 250 girls
0: oh, there you are look at that and and keeping that free for these uh, for these ladies uh, that takes some business support I'm, I'm just gonna throw it out there um how has that um how has that process been
1: yeah it's been great we work with different foundations across the state and actually across the country that have supported us and again our programs are free for the students and this means that we need donations um Right now, in particular, we are participating in the Great Fish Community Challenge. We would greatly, greatly appreciate any financial support to keep our programs free and expanding through the state. Uh, There's also a matching component to that. So every donation that's made goes a very, very long way for us. You can go to our website, uh, CodeGirlsUnited.org, and click on the Donate button. That would be fabulous. We would really appreciate the donation, and it does. It helps us keep our programs free and helps us keep expanding across the state. Also, registration is open. Again, go to our website, CodeGirlsUnited.org. Just click on the Register button, and if you'd like to bring your this program to your school, library, after-school organization, please contact Brenda Reiter, R e i t e r. She's our fabulous program director. Her email is b. r e i t e r at CodeGirlsUnited.org. We'd love to do that. And really, finally, I think what I'd just like to say is, is to folks out there, let's not leave our Montana kids out, and and let's keep them at home. You can work remotely now. And I can't imagine parents in Montana wanting their kids to leave the state to find work. And these are jobs that can be done remotely for high wages. It's a win for the state. There's also so many companies that are relocating and starting here. They need qualified employees, too. And and we just need to grow our own. And part of that involves giving girls the opportunity to Get this experience when they're young, so that they will end up at uh, MSU someday in the computer science room.
0: And and uh, there's there's competitions in this process as well, isn't there?
1: That's right. We have the Northwest Regional App Challenge, our own, where there's scholarship prizes awarded five thousand, twenty five hundred, and a thousand. That's for a team prize, so it's split. But these are fourth to eighth grade girls, so that's an awesome, awesome, awesome scholarship prize and then we also participate in something called the international technovation challenge and we also participate in the congressional app challenge now the uh, we're going
0: uh, international... to run out of time to, to get okay. into more of that okay. uh marianne okay. but, uh, but thank, thank you all for the work you're doing I, I really appreciate that i'm looking forward to chatting with you down the road okay
1: yeah that's wonderful tom thanks so much for having me on we really appreciate it
0: Have a good school year everybody